What you're about to listen to is a Pod Bros exclusive. Age of the Geek, baby. We run the world. I see you shiver with anticipation. Man, what's gotten into you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? It is another wonderful episode of Dave's Nerd Compendium. And I want to start off by saying um, things have changed a little bit in my life. I no longer work for the company I used to work for. Nothing bad, nothing bad. Don't think anything like that. I actually had an offer across my desk that I could not turn away. So, as of... This past Friday was my last day with my previous company, and I started yesterday, well, by recording it yesterday, it was actually Monday, I started a new job. So, it it's still doing IT work, but it's uh, a little bit more beneficial for me, if you uh, think about it that way. But, you know what, everybody's talking about... A certain movie that's out. I swore up and down I will not see it, mainly because uh, the film company has left a very bad taste in my mouth over the past uh, while for their movies. And if you haven't caught the gist, it's DC has put a bad taste in my mouth because. Their movies, as of late, have been very lackluster, but I've heard a lot of good things about Wonder Woman, so why not do an episode about Miss uh, Diana Prince herself? So, this week, it's all about Wonder Woman. She is a fictional superheroine, of course, appearing in the American comic books published by DC Comics. The character is a founding member of the Justice League. She's a demigoddess and an ambassador at large of the Amazonian people. In her homeland, her official title is Diana, Princess of Thermoscara, daughter of Hippolyta. I know I slaughtered that, so forgive me. When blending into the society of man's world, quote-unquote, she adopts a civilian identity, Diana Prince. The character is also referred to as such epithets as the Amazing Amazon, the Spirit of Truth, uh, the Mascara's Champion, and the Goddess of Love and War. Wonder Woman was created by the American Psych psychologist and writer William Moulton Marston, pen name Charles Moulton, and artist Harry G. Peters. Marston and his 
wife, Elizabeth, had a cohabitant. Uh, Olivia Bryan is credited as being his inspiration for the character's appearance. Marston drew a great deal of inspiration from his early feminists and especially from birth control patron Margaret Sanger. The character's first appearance in All-Star Comics number 8 in October of 1941 and first cover date on Sensational Comics number 1 in January of 42. The Wonder Woman title has been published by DC Comics almost continuously except for a brief hiatus in 1986. Wonder Woman's origin story relates as that she was sculpted from clay by her mother, Queen Hippotella, uh, and given life by Aphrodite, along with superhuman powers as gift by the Greek gods. However, in recent years, artists updated her profile. She has been depicted as the daughter of Zeus, and jointly raised by her mother and her aunt, uh, Antipole, Antipole and uh, Melanopa. Artist George Perez gave her a muscular look and emphasized her Amazonian heritage. Artist Jim Lay redesigned Diana's costume to include pants she inherited, Ares' uh, divine ability becoming the personification god of war. A writer, Greg Rutka, clarified her sexual orientation as bisexual in the Earth One comics, giving her a backstory that included possible relationship with women. Wonder Woman's Amazonian training helped to develop a wide range of extraordinary skills and tactics, hunting, and combat. She possesses an arsenal of advanced technology, including the Lasso of Truth, a pair of indestructible bracelets, a tiara, which serves as a projectile, and, in older stories, a range of devices based on Amazonian technology. Wonder Woman was created during World War II. The character was initially depicted fighting Axis military forces as, well, an assortment of colorful supervillains, although over time her story came to place greater emphasis on characters, deities, and monsters from Greek mythology. Many stories depict Wonder Woman rescuing herself from bondage, which defeat, or defeated the damsel in distress trope that was common in comics during the 1940s. In the decades since her debut, Wonder Woman has gained a formidable cast of enemies bent on eliminating the Amazons, including classic villains such as Ares, Cheetah, Dr. Poison, Circe's, Dr. Psycho, and Giganta, along with more recent adversaries such as Victoria Kale and the Firstborn. Wonder Woman has also regularly appeared in comic books featuring the superhero teams 
Justice Society from 1941, and Justice League from 1960. Notable depictions of the character in other media include Glorious Diamond, placing the character on the cover of the premiere edition of Ms. Magazine in 1971, the 1975-79 Wonder Woman television series starring Linda Carter, as well as an animated series such as Super Friends and Justice League. Since Carter's television series, studios struggled to introduce a new live-action Wonder Woman to audiences, although the character continues to feature in a heavy variety of toys and merchandise, as well as animated adaptation of DC properties, including direct-to-DVD animated features starring Carrie Russell as the voice of Wonder Woman. Attempts to return Wonder Woman to television have included television pilots for NBC in 2011, closely followed by another staled production for the CW. Gail Godot or portrays Wonder Woman in the DC Expanded Universe, starring in the 2016 Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, making the character's featured film debut after over 70 years of history. Godot also starred in the character's first solo live-action film, Wonder Woman, which was released June 2nd of 2017. Now, in October of 2016, the United Nations sparked controversy by naming Wonder Woman a UN Honorary Ambassador for the Empowerment of Women and Girls in a ceremony attended by the Undersecretary General of Communications and Public Information, Christina Gallick, and by actress or actors uh, Linda Carter and Gal Gadot. Two months later, she was dropped from her role as UN ambassador following a petition. Now, in the golden age of comics, uh, initially, Wonder Woman was an Amazonian champion who won, or who wins the rights to return Steve Trevor, a United States intelligence officer whose plane had crashed on the Amazonian's isolated island homeland, to man's world, and to fight crime and the evil of the Nazis. During this period, Wonder Woman joined the Justice Society of America as the team's secretary. Now, with the Silver Age, underwriter uh, Robert Kanger, Wonder Woman's origin was revamped, along with other characters. The new origin story included the character Hellenic and mythological roots, uh, receiving the blessing of each deity in her crypt. Diana is destined to become beautiful as Aphrodite, wise as Athena, strong as Hercules, and as swift as Hermes. At the end of the 1960s, under the guidance of Michael Skowoski, Wonder Woman surrendered her powers in order to remain in man's world 
rather than accompanying her fellow Amazons to another dimension. Wonder Woman begins using the alias Diana Prince and opens a mod boutique. She acquires a Chinese mentor named Ai Chang, who teaches Diana martial arts and weapon skills. Using her fighting skills instead of her powers, Diana engages in adventures that en encompassed varieties of genres from espionage to mythology. This phase of her story was directly influenced by the British spy thriller The Avengers and Dinah Riggs' portrayal of Emma Peel. In the Bronze Age, or at least in the early 70s, the character returned to her superhero roots in the Justice League of America and to the World War II era in her own title. However, this ultimately was due to the popularity of the 70s series, at the time also having Wonder Woman set in World War II era, and was shifted back to the 70s era once the show did the same. With the new decade arriving, DC President uh, Jeanette Kahn ordered a revamped Wonder Woman appearance. Artist Milton Glaser, who also designed the Bullet logo, adapted by DC in 1977, created the stylized WW emblem that invoked and replaced the eagle on her bodice and debuted in 1982. The emblem, in turn, was incorporated by studio letterer Todd K or Klein into the monthly title's logo, which lasted for a year and a half before being replaced by a version from Glazer's studio. With sales of the title continuing to decline in 1985, despite an unpublished revamp that was solicited, the series was canceled and ended in issue number 392. Or sorry, 329. Damn my dyslexia. <laughs> uh... February of 1986, written by Gary Conway, uh, depicting Steve Trevor's marriage to Wonder Woman. The Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover of 1986 was designed and written with the purpose of streamlining most of DC's characters into one more focused continuity and reinventing them for a new era. Thus, Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor were declared to come from Earth 2's dimension, and along with all of their exploits, were erased from history so that a new Wonder Woman character, story, and timeline could take priority. Now into the modern era, or current if you will. Following the 1985 Crisis on Infinite Earth series, George Perez, Lynn Wen, and Greg Potter rewrote the character's origin story depicting 
Wonder Woman as an emissary and ambassador of their muscule to patriarch world. Charged with the mission of bringing peace to the outside world, Perez incorporated a variety of deities and concepts from Greek mythology and Wonder Woman's history and origins. His rendering of the character acted as the foundation of modern Wonder Woman stories as he expanded upon the widely accepted origin of Diana being birthed out of clay. The relaunch was a critical and commercial success. In August of 2010, issue number 600 took over, or J. Michael Stravinsky took over the series writing duties and introduced Wonder Woman to a alternate timeline created by the gods in such or in which Paradise Island had been destroyed and the Amazons scattered around the world. He also introduced several Easter eggs within his run. In this timeline, Diana is an orphan raised in New York. The entire world was has forgotten Wonder Woman's existence in the main story of this run was of Diana trying to restore reality even though she does not properly remember it herself. A trio of death goddesses called the Morgan act as the main enemy of Wonder Woman. In this run, Wonder Woman wore a new costume designed by Jim Lee. Uh, Straczynski determined the plot and continued writing duties until Wonder Woman 605. Writer Paul Hester then continued his run, which ultimately concluded in Wonder Woman 614. In 2011, DC Comics relaunched its entire line of publication to attract a new generation of readers, and thus released Volume 4 of Wonder Woman comic book titles. Brian Azzaro, or Azzarello, there we go, and Cliff uh, Cheng were assigned on writing and art duties respectfully and revamped the character's history considerably. In this new continuity, Wonder Woman wears a costume similar to the original Marston costume, utilizing or utilizes a sword and shield, and has a completely new origin. No longer a clay figure brought to life by the magic of the gods, she is instead a demigoddess and a natural-born daughter of. Hippotola and Zeus. Ezreal and Chang's revamp of the character was critically acclaimed but highly uh, divisive among longtime fans of the character. In a side story as part of Harley's Little Black Book, Wonder Woman meets Harley Quinn in London and has a brief team up with her in which we find that Harley has been a huge fan of Wonder Woman for years and has a bit of a crush on her. 
After the fight with the villain, the two retired to a local bar where Harley suggests they join an English super team and then seal or and then steal her magical lasso. But just to wrap it around herself so they uh and some of the other patrons can play truth or dare. There are or their last scene with Wonder Woman carrying Harley out of the bar asleep. Though an additional piece of art shows Harley tied up and planting kisses on Wonder Woman. In 2016, DC once again relaunched all the publications as part of the DC Rebirth continuity rebirth or reboot, which has a new bi-monthly Wonder Woman series written by Greg Rucka. The new series does not use a regular storyline that exists between each issue. Instead, the story is altered between each issue for two separate storylines, which first started within the storyline, The Lies, for the odd number issues and year one for the even number issues. The new story as presented in these issues effectively retconned the events from the previous new 52 series. The lies storyline reveal that a number of events from the previous Wonder Woman series in which Diana was made a queen of the Amazons and god of war was, in fact, all an illusion created by a mysterious villain, and she had never once been back to uh, Themyscira ever since she left, nor is she capable of returning there. The Year One story is presented as a all-new origin story for Diana, which reveals how she received her powers from the Olympian gods, which were intended to, or which she was intended to give back to her uh, classic DC roots. Wonder Woman appeared in DC Rebirth with a revised look, which included a red cape, a light armor fitting. Along with her lasso bracelets, she now regularly utilizes her sword and shield. Wonder Woman Rebirth artist Liam Sharp uh, describes the new armor as the uh, alteration piece which allows her to move more freely. Now, that's pretty much it when it comes to Wonder Woman. For her skills and powers, Diana is depicted as a masterful athlete, acrobat, fighter, and strategist trained and uh, experienced in many ancient forms or and modern forms of armed and unarmed combat, which uh, include exclusive Amazonian martial arts. In some variations, her mother trained her as Wonder Girl for a uh, future career as Wonder Woman. From the beginning, she is portrayed as a highly skilled in using the Amazon or Amazon bracelets to stop bullets and wield her golden lasso. 
Batman once called her the best melee combatant in the world. Modern versions of the character is known to use lethal force when she deems it necessary. In the new 52 continuity, her superior combat skills are the result of her Amazonian training as well as receiving further training from Ares, the god of war himself, since as early as her childhood. The Golden Age Wonder Woman also had knowledge of uh, psychology, as did her Amazonian sisters. So, that's pretty much it. Now, when I was talking about the post-Infinite Crisis, where they uh, were talking about all these different gods grading her abilities, she had powers blessed by the Olympian deities, just like her Silver Age version before, but with changes to some powers. Uh, Demeter, the goddess of agriculture and fertility, blessed Diana with strength drawn from the Earth's spirit Gaia. Uh, Athena, goddess of wisdom and war, granted Diana wisdom, intelligence, and military prowess. Artemis, goddess of the hunt, animals, and the moon, graced Diana with the eye of the hunter and unity with beasts, meaning that she could communicate with uh, all animals, including dinosaurs. Hestia, goddess of hearth and home, granted Diana's sisterhood with fire. Hermes, the messenger of the god, or the messenger god of speed, granted Diana uh, superhuman speed and the ability to fly. And Aphrodite, goddess of love, bestowed Diana with stunning beauty as well as a kind heart. Now, there is nothing wrong with any of that. So, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, that's not the Wonder Woman I remember when I was growing up. Hey, stuff changes, but when I was reading Wonder Woman regularly back in the late 80s, early 90s, that's how I remember her being written. So, that's just me. Will I go see Wonder Woman the movie? Probably not. It's not against anything with the movie. It's against DC. They have burned me too many times. Although I have heard from multiple people that it is a great movie. So, if you're looking for a great movie to see, please do yourself a favor and go see it. Then email me, tweet at me, message me from the Facebook page. Let me know what you thought of it. Uh, and if I get enough people giving it a 9 or higher on a rating, I will go against my better wishes and I will go see it. So, yes, that is how I feel. Now, if you're looking to help out Pod Bros in any way, feel free to go to podbros.com, and at the bottom you'll see a little Amazon link. If you click on that link and you do your shopping as normal, you can help us out because a portion of your order that is not charged extra to you will be coming back to us to help offset studio costs, maintenance on equipment, and all that fun stuff. 
if you don't feel like doing it that way, but you still want to help out, there's also Patreon. Patreon is amazing because you can, for as little as $3 a month, get access to the Pod Bros After Dark shows. These shows are not safe for work and have some, uh, a little bit more editing process going through them, so they sound great, and you'll be amazed with what all topics they talk about on the Pod Bros After Dark show. And from what I've been told by uh, the Down River Podfather, John Bursky himself, there are more and more tiers being added as we go along. There will even be a tier that will be put out by me where I'll be adding to a monthly email of all the books that I have read or suggestions from me. So, if you really want to help out, that's the best way to. Alright, time for some housekeeping. As always, you can find me on Podbros Network, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn. But, you can also find me on Twitter at DaveTheNerd underscore TNC. On Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave's Nerd Compendium. All one word, no apostrophes. You can also go to DaveNC.com and find everything there. Find everything on PodBros.com in the Dave the Nerd section. I have a YouTube channel. Just search Dave the Nerd. And I'll do like unboxings and I might do like a movie review or something on there just to give a little bit of content. And don't forget while you're on iTunes at Stitcher to rate the show five stars, thumbs up, whatever they take. And if you write a review, I can read it and then focus the show to be more about what you want to hear. So with all that being said, thank you ever so kindly. And as always, and if you need a man, find a nerd. Overload. Pleasure overload. Dave, mate, what do you want to do tonight? Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world.